0: No
1: purchase necessary for you were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
0: Fascinating. Russ has something fascinating. All right. Now there's a lot of pressure, but I found a tweet literally like 10 minutes ago from a guy named John Thorne, and he um, has a website called ourgame.moblogs.com, and he's found out now that there was a game called Base B-A-C-E. That started in New York City, New York City in 1805. Okay. Now, just to give people some background, like I wrote a book, Pioneers of Baseball, that deals with mm-hmm. the late 1890s, and I did a lot of research, and never once did I come across this game called base.
2: I I I know the editor on that one, and he's fantastic.
0: Yeah, and so you know, this there's stuff in the Saturday Evening Post about it. There's little blurbs about it, and it doesn't seem like it was baseball but you know what we have to remember is um the game that was really popular was cricket like that was the old old game that had a ball and you know that mallet thing it's not like yeah. a bat but they swing it like a bat and so this one i haven't really been able to get a feel for exactly what it is yet but it, it does show like a ball and a bat wow so you know i don't know or is that, yeah, that's an old picture. No, I'm not sure that's actually from it. But you just, it's interesting that they there was a game like this in yeah. New York City when the city, you know, was a lot slower. And they played and they show it playing in like the gardens, but they don't show like a, what the field looks like. They don't show what the players look like. So would you yeah.
2: say this is a precursor of stickball or a precursor of baseball? It's a good question. Um probably, probably stickball since it's in the city.
0: Yeah, eight, the, early 1800s
1: you're saying though 1805, 1805. Yeah. So that's
0: and like New Amsterdam time right that's 1600 no, oh yeah that's too okay. early the garden was enclosed by a fence and there was a maintain a bat alley so it's like there is baseball talk there a little bit
2: it sounds like a hybrid of cricket and baseball yeah and- remember you know in new york in 1805 this is right after the revolutionary war there's a lot of english and i mean the the, a lot of immigrants haven't come over
0: yet it's mostly english well and there's some sort of thing here and i hope i'm getting it right that maybe cricket wasn't even allowed to be played in new york because it was associated with countries that you know Mm. they didn't get along with so anyhow some game named base in 1805 before baseball yeah, and i and i play the base interesting <laughs> the AC- you guys I
1: and mean, when you were you were younger did you have your um like gym teacher that told you that soccer was started by like a guy kicking a head a dead head around and all that stuff that's no like, that was our gym teachers in in uh oh, that's funny we were convinced you know so i'm not sure if that's true but um you know
0: <laughs> it was the weird things we heard growing up that and this one's true like hockey uh they play with frozen cow poop we know right that. right Um, golf, they it was sticks and rocks, and the village idiots would play it, and people would laugh at them, which again is kind of like golf. I, (laughs) I yeah, it hasn't changed changed a lot. Curling
1: was cats, right? Dead cats. That was the other thing, but
0: I don't know about you.
1: Believe that's true. Um, wow, yeah, that's kind of crazy. Um, that's a Scotland thing, I think. Curling, Um,
0: is. yes, hurling. Well, no, it's in, um, ireland because i watched the hurling championships when i was in ireland ireland for a short time they had them on tv and i watched like a half hour of it and basically it's like your town against my town (laughs) and nobody makes any money it's and it's like shown like the super bowl so there's somebody's making money and you go out there and you kill each other for the day and yeah there's a ball and you know you kind of run like so it is a little bit like rugby-ish
1: what is that game that um that they put where they play like it is like hockey but it's a giant game like 15 on 15 like 11 on 11 hockey you see you've heard about that one there is oh. there's this game it's um i think it's in russia i can't remember the name of it but um where they play like almost like on a soccer sized lake like soccer field sized lake
0: oh. um
1: yes yeah, so what was it i know i don't know
2: it's called gulag football
1: Fine, I know I know I've seen this before. I've seen it actually watched it. No, no. Terry is saying
0: curling. I'm talking about hurling. Not hurling. No. It's
2: and hurling as has a double meaning. Hurling is that game. And yeah. it's also me on a Saturday night after
1: having too many shots. Hurling. Right. right. All right. No. Let's no. start the show. Let's move on. All right. Hello, Hockey World. It is Monday, February 26th, 2024. I'm Michael Lagello, and you're not. I'm Russ Cohen from Sportsology. And I'm Eklund. you're watching Hockey Hockeybuzzcast on hockeybuzz.com. This is a podcast that comes to you to talk to you about all the comings and goings in the hockey world and we've got trade rumors to talk about today. We've got all kinds of um interesting things happening in the standings. The standings are getting kind of fascinating. Um we we have Patrick Kane's big big return and more and and we're 11 good. days
2: from the deadline.
1: We're 11 days in the trade deadline, yeah. <laughs> and uh it's starting to it's starting to really heat up, heat up and um I thought I thought we could start with Patrick Kane. For a second just because that was that was quite a thing last night yeah Russ. <laughs> okay. Patrick Kane has turned out to have a quite a hell of a year now he is on a one-year contract but you know and it's interesting that he's he's not on i just put him on the rumor chart because i heard a rumor about him today for the first time which is really ironic okay in, in russ's defense in russ's
2: defense yeah i didn't say he was going to stink this year no no this is this is the patrick kane that he wished the Rangers had traded for. Not- yeah, but I
0: knew they didn't, but the thing was, I didn't say he was going to stink this year. Yeah. My question was, can he play this year without injury? And most, for the most part, he has. So he's been yeah. better than I thought. I'll agree with that.
2: And I know I know that's, you know, I've, I've seen some online bemoaning of the fact that, you know, that Patrick Kane, if Patrick Kane had come to Buffalo, you know, they'd be in the playoff race right now. And it's like, guys, how, how many times do we have to say it? He... Like, the Sabres were in on him. They tried to sign him. He doesn't want to come to Buffalo. No, he doesn't.
1: No, he doesn't want to come to Buffalo. Not yet. I mean, maybe. No, maybe. no, no.
2: It's not the not yet, Eck. It's the fact that. Too much baggage. When, he, when he's when he been in Buffalo, he has gotten in trouble. And a he doesn't want
0: time it, ago, and, and, Mike. There was a Ek, long time
1: Eck, there's reasons. It's not recent that he's gotten in trouble. No, no, no. no. I mean, but. but talking about, like. A, at least ten years ago, like he's, sure,
2: he's, sure. But but what I'm saying I
1: guess is that, that
2: that would be brought up, and that would be a special, up.
1: But I think it would be pretty much like he's not a kid anymore. I mean, Patrick. No, Keeson. he's not.
2: A, he's not a kid. But it, I don't think it's something he wants to deal with. That's what I'm yeah. saying.
1: I mean, he's got a certain arrogance to him, which is what he, you know, any player like that has.
2: Yeah. Anybody anybody who saw the overtime goal and when he did the oh you know, yeah, there's your arrogance. I mean, he's he's yeah. justified because he's a three time cup
1: winner. But gee. Yeah. That was quite something. Uh, the crowd was going nuts for him in Chicago. Um, sure. But uh, you know, it's, it's uh, he's an interesting thought because you know Detroit could make the playoffs. I mean, they've got a really serious. shot. Oh, they're making the playoffs. You know, um, you think they're making the playoffs? Oh yeah, they're the one yeah. of the wildcard teams. No yeah,
0: doubt. Still, Mike, their defense and goaltending it could break down.
1: Sure. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's. I mean, it, you know, and you're assuming they're close enough to make the playoffs that so they wouldn't consider trading Patrick Kane. But the reality is that he is kind of year he's having right now if, if they fell out of it he would they would be he would get something for him he's- yeah if they,
2: if they fell out of it but i mean where they are right now and the, they're not going to fall out of it in the next 11 days even if they lost the next five games they're still going to be either in a playoff
0: spot or within a point or two so I, I don't think i think that ship has sailed yeah next year if he has this year finishes it out <coughs> makes the playoffs he could write his own ticket for next year of free agency
2: well, this year? Oh, you mean this summer? I
1: mean, the he's summer, only. Right. I, I mean, there, there is a big, big belief, and I heard them mentioning this with X M today too. But this has been going on for a while that you know that he could return to Chicago very easily, and yeah, I, I think that I think that that's a that's a better than better than even odds. I don't shape. know why
0: he would. Why yeah. would he do that? Why would he? Yeah, he it there. I mean, the guys, he lives there. I mean, that's his home. He's. No, good- but hear hear me out. They're not going to make the playoffs, right? He has a legendary. Like following there. Now he's going to have to play second fiddle to Connor Bedard. That's generally a great player like Kane doesn't yeah. want to have to deal with another up and coming great player like Bedard. Just go back to Mickey Mantle and Joe DiMaggio. Like it, it, and it goes through time. Go back to Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre. Like, why would he want to do that?
2: I think there's a I think there's a little bit of Tom Brady and Kane in the sense that yeah. he would like to go somewhere and win yeah, on yeah. his own terms. And he's not going to do that in Chicago. I mean, he, get, he can get paid again because they have tons of cap space. Yeah. But really, it's a it's sort of a been there, done that. It's like, I mean, last night was. Was something where you know he came in. He, I'm the man. I won three cups. He still loved there. He'll always be loved there. And they were cheering the Detroit Red Wings, which is something that you wouldn't
1: think Blackhawk fans would do. But no, that's were. that's totally crazy. No,
2: right. So I mean, I, I, like I could see him next year because okay, if he resigns in Detroit, are they going to win the cup in the next couple of years? Probably not. I mean, they're. I think they're an improving team, but yeah, know, it's, it's New York. It's Boston, it's Vegas or Colorado, it's Toronto, it's you know one of those five or six teams, maybe Dallas. He can go anywhere, anywhere he wants.
1: Yeah, Florida I would like Florida, into. Yeah.
0: Florida, but Florida's not going to have the money.
1: He's going to want. Uh, he's going to want to pay. He want to get paid. Yeah, but um I mean, Florida's got somebody coming off the books this year, so they got a lot of coming off the books. But still, yeah. he's going
0: to want like seven million dollars though it's a
2: it's a question it's a question of who they re-signed but remember they've got Forsling, Montour, and Reinhardt all UFA
0: yeah I think you're you're talking about seven million for like four years he's gonna want something like that seven or eight
2: I think I think three years because he he's 35
0: I think he's not gonna he's gonna try and get more than we'll try to get as much as he can don't get me wrong try to
1: get it I mean maybe the Vegas would give it to him I mean possibly but they don't they don't really necessarily have the money either but Vegas right now is is an interesting team so transitioning to trade rumors mm. uh, Vegas is a team you really have to look at um oh yes basically um you know now Michael and stone both out right um both um on LTIR yeah. at the moment
2: yeah but, but stone there there's a suspicion that it might be until game one of the playoffs so right. Michael it sounds like he'll come back at some point before the end of the season.
1: It sounds like it but it's not a definitive thing and no. and you know it doesn't have to be at all if, if they're in if they're solidly in the playoffs so it's to them i mean this no. is that that opens up a ton of money for that yeah, 19
2: 19 and a half million dollars
1: to do something here at a trade deadline and they've shown before that they'll do that you know this is not this is nothing new like this is they won. They won a, They won on Stone being hurt. You know they, yeah. they've done this before. So this, I hate. This is the loophole that I hate the most in the NHL. I have to oh, say. I love. I love. You shouldn't hate it. Akadashi I could actually hate it. As, listen, as a hockey, as a hockey rumor guy, I love it. I agree with you that. But just in terms of, in terms of, you know, what it's for, good for the good of the game, I think it's terrible. I think it's brutal because it's the,
0: terrible for the game. It really.
1: It's really is bad for the game, and it's it very unfair. Unfair in so many ways. I mean, it ends up being a situation. Well, why, where,
2: wait, wait. wait well, why is it unfair? No, Both these guys are legitimately hurt. Maybe they're not hurt until April the fifteenth. No, but
0: that's the thing. Okay, so this yeah. time of the year, half your team is legitimately hurt, but they're oh, still yeah. playing games. So if your raises his season. hand and says, "Yeah, I'll go out until the start of the whatever," because mine's pretty bad. And yeah, that's, that's that's the perception. Whether that's true or not. I think that's the perception that Eck and I have. Yeah, I don't, I don't think,
1: think that's the team teams win the Stanley Cup because of it. You know, like and yeah. twice, twice now we've seen it happen. And that to me, it's another issue. That's just it's, this should not be. To me, I don't understand why a salary cap doesn't continue into the playoffs. That's just my my thing. I don't understand it. I don't understand why that would be a case that you wouldn't still have a salary cap in the playoffs. Like I think that is what that would definitely get rid of this whole loophole. Obviously, if they think because these yeah. guys, if they knew that Michael Goodstone could possibly come back to the playoffs, wouldn't they rather have him but, than uh, say uh, Getzl.
2: I, but okay. I, but I don't want to get rid of the loophole because honestly, what this is is this is pre 2004 allowing teams that have money to actually spend it. So if there's a, if there's a player that's hurt and you're on Vegas or Colorado or Toronto and those players go on LTIR, you can, you can spend that money. And if you're, if you're in a small market, like, like uh winnipeg or carolina mm. you know the because the league is keeping it this way and because the pa wants to keep it this way they're both saying screw you spend the money if you want if you want to compete for the stanley cup spend the money that's what they're saying and i don't have a problem with that it's a meritocracy it is but
1: you know, i think that um explain what exactly a meritocracy is like for those who don't understand it you're well, the history major you are.
0: No,
2: I a no, meritocracy it. is basically that, you, that it's um, based on merit, based on, you know, what you can accomplish. And for the teams that make the most money in this league, they should be able to yeah. spend it. You know, they I mean like, like in major league baseball, the who who spends the most money? The big market teams. Who earns the most money? The big market teams. So right, they should be the able to spend also
0: it. doesn't have they they have fifteen teams that can't compete every year.
1: Yeah, every year. Compete.
0: compete. Compete. There's nothing that's
1: yeah, but that that might I mean no one can no one's gonna make the kind of money money you're making.
0: They're all billionaires, right? I know, I mean, but the, the reality is, it just doesn't work that way. No,
2: but what the the reality is, is that the, those fifteen teams only want to spend money up to a certain point so they can make money. If you want, you know, like okay, fine, it, in that instance, you know, it's a capitalist system. But what I'm saying is, if you want to win, you got to spend the money. That's a, it, that's the reality in professional. Okay, LCR
0: money is you're spending fake money. No,
1: LKR, I don't think LKR, that hockey works that way. To be honest, LKR I, I really- money. Sorry, I really don't think hockey works that way. Hockey is a sport where still it's not necessarily about the team that spends the most money. It Really rarely. rarely no. But to me, to me, what's not fair is that you know, like a situation like, like coming on now. So going into the going into the playoffs, no. Going into the trade deadline, there's lots of teams out there that are there on the breakup. Could, it Could be contenders. We have we have many contenders this year. We don't have a definite team that's gonna that could win. Right. So you, you
0: have about eight.
1: Yeah, we have about eight teams, uh, which is more than I think we usually right. have. And you know, there's a lot of really good teams.
0: I think five. Definitely I think there's win. five in the West. There's no, five. No, I'm I, not going
1: to say that. I would say I think Florida is a definite contender in the East. Um, Florida,
0: Boston,
2: and New York in the East.
1: Maybe. Florida, New York, in the East. I think I'm not. I'm still not sold on Boston as a playoff team, but we'll see. But you know, th- this to me, to me, the, all those other, all those teams are at a disadvantage now because they all make money. Those teams. I mean, Florida doesn't make money. Although Florida is doing well, doing well for in attendance for time, in a well. long time, but vegas can sit there and they can they'll just they can just spend money like crazy and they end up in a much different situation i remember when you know for example the florida panthers going against the tampa bay lightning in the playoffs oh. a few years back kucherov comes back you know that's a big difference there yeah, that's
0: He's a massive
2: big, difference peter forsberg peter forsberg back with with colorado i mean but but this is i mean this is the issue it's like okay i mean we've had disparity
0: in this league before so why should it change
2: No,
0: there's a loophole on this one it shouldn't matter if a player's out the player's out and you shouldn't be able to use his money Uh, on the stretch to to buy at the deadline because all it does is save you from cap mismanagement because otherwise you mismanage the cap. it does
2: it's not cap mismanagement it's it's bad luck when a player
0: gets hurt okay so let's say it depends on your situation right like it does It, it does so let's just say for argument's sake Mark Stone does come back game one of the playoffs, right? Sure. They have no cap room to get a great player at the deadline without Mark Stone being out. But now him being out, they do. And then Mark Stone can play along with this great player that they pick up. But okay, Ross, if if,
2: if we're if we're okay, if we're saying that this has been manipulated, then the NHL has to have an independent medical evaluation. No, I'm serious. If you're saying this
1: is being manipulated, then you not
0: being manipulated again. That's what you're saying. You're saying saying,
1: it's not not manipulation.
0: There are three or four guys every year that could go out with an injury at any time, but they gut it out. Now, in the playoffs they do, but in the regular season. No, 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 even in the regular season. There are guys that say, yeah, you know, I could get this cleaned out now, or I can get it done at the end of the year. Okay. Now there's a re- there's a reason to get it cleaned out now. Every, because yeah, because every team has players that
1: are hurt. Every, every every player is hurt, basically, in the yeah. NHL. Um, and, you know, so if you're in a situation where your team's definitely in the playoffs and you make a lot of money, why not take the time off? Your team's going to be better, right? And, and, you can, and you can rehabilitate. Now, you sh- they're, they're, I'm not saying these guys are fake hurt. I'm just they're saying that every, everybody is hurt, and the reality is that the playoffs started in March. They would be back. If the playoffs right. started or if the playoffs starts in April, they're back. So, like, the reality is they're back when the playoffs start. So that, to me, it just doesn't make – it doesn't make any sense that they'd be suddenly ready for the first game of the playoffs. Right. Like that, that is just – um
2: Well, you know, and, he, and, and, he, and he might not be ready for the first game of the playoffs, but he might be ready at some point during the playoffs. So it's like you, you, you don't know for sure. I mean, I don't think Mark Stone went out there and had somebody say, hey, please, bruise my spleen so I can miss time. No,
1: no, no, definitely not. But but it doesn't it – doesn't, it doesn't hurt – the team and and you know when a player, right. a player it, hurt. injuries do hurt teams they should
2: hurt and what i'm saying is is okay after march the 8th if somebody gets hurt you're screwed because but now because it's before the march the 8th you have some ability to adjust but I mean, after march 8 if mark stone broke a leg they're effed right. sure
1: right um all right well, let's get to some of the other some of the rumors now a couple couple yeah. players that could end up there you know the vegas vegas is on my rumor chart which is going strong um updated 4014 players today um one of the guys that vegas is strong on is jake Gensel. Now that makes just a ton of sense you know to me like that's a guy that pittsburgh is going to move that's a guy that plays a fast paced game like vegas plays it's right. very much it's really kind of like the perfect fit for them
0: the only thing like, Pittsburgh's yeah. not going to make a deal to the very last minute they're still in it
1: yeah they're still in it they yeah. are and you know but you know there and
0: is a Philly, mike i mean that's a 4 point swing for them i, I know russ but they're i mean they, and they have the most games left
2: they only have 55 games played so right. they have five they have five games in hand on tampa right. and three yeah. games in hand on detroit but they're te- they're 9 points behind
0: i get it but they had the <laughs> games in hand so i'm right. just this is this is, new, this is this actual- is
2: this is act with the New York Islanders, if you know.
1: Come no, on. it's not because wow. the, Penguins, the Penguins, the Penguins, have way more talent than the Islanders had, and, and the reality is the Penguins know see. how to win for short periods of time. They can right, they, they can do. figure right. out a way to be good, really, really good for a month. And we've seen this with the, this Penguins yeah, team for a long time. Carry
0: the team himself for a month if he it's, gets hot.
1: And they're the only before like the Penguins. That's the Penguins. Penguins' mo is a streaky. They're a streaky team. That's what they have been for many years.
2: And they're the only team that's not in the playoffs right now with a positive goal differential. I get, I get that. But what yeah. I'm,
0: what but I'm I saying see, the Gensel's on the market too. I do. Well, okay. Russ yeah. got,
2: Russ got hurt yesterday, yeah. so that that's that's one thing that's bad. Another thing is, um, they're, I mean, they're talking trade about everybody except Crosby, Malkin, Latang. And maybe right. Carlson. So, but Russ got hurt, and that was one guy that maybe you wanted wanted to trade. But he's got a long term. I mean, I'm sorry if you're Kyle Dubis and you've got a crumbling team there with a lot of old players. Uh, you know, if you're this far out in three or four more days, you trade everything you can. Yeah,
0: you you, you replenish the. You're all giving it three to four days. They're going to give it longer than that. I know, but that's
2: well. Okay, I'm sure he's doing his due diligence and laying the groundwork for moving these guys in case. But you know, I'm just saying, right now, uh, if you're if you're nine points out on the weekend, you start. I'm not saying dump. I'm saying you you know you you have a lot of draft you a lot of draft capital that you've moved out over the years. You can get a first and a couple probably extra picks for Gensel. You do it. You well, trade. make
0: you happy. I think by Sunday they'll know because they're playing the Canucks, the Kraken, the Flames, and the Oilers. So that that yeah. strip of theirs will tell you what's happening. Yeah, that's
1: a serious – that's a very serious, serious group of games.
2: Uh, Elliot Friedman's saying they're going to trade one of their goaltenders. It's probably going to be Nadjelkovic because they're not going to – they're not yeah. going to trade. But no, but he – Russ, he's actually having a good year. I mean, for a team
0: that's – No, I know, but Jerry's Sullivan's guy. So unless you're – Getting rid of Sullivan, yeah. Jerry's not going anywhere. Right. Right.
2: right. No, Jerry's yeah. not going anywhere. They said it's either Nadjelkovic or the or the prospect that they got, Bloomquist, and it makes more sense. Yeah,
0: they're not
2: going to trade Bloomquist. They're going to trade Nadjelkovic. I mean, there's talk about Marcus Pedersen. There's talk about Gensel. I mean, honestly. Like
0: Pedersen could be a good get for somebody. Yeah. yeah, he's got another year. He's a good defensive well, defenseman. He skates well. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Now, speaking of defensemen, um, Drysdale goes down for the Flyers, and that – that now puts the whole walker sealer thing into really an interesting spot can
2: okay. i can i can i ask, I, mean, I mean a lot of people have reported about them trading both of these guys in the same deal
1: you know i don't
2: know if you, i don't know if you have act, but a lot, a lot i haven't of,
1: really heard that one
2: yeah but but honestly are you fucking, are you kidding me with that i don't i can't i can't even count on one hand a team trading Two defensemen as a defensive pairing at the deadline. It makes no sense. You get more assets if you trade them separately rather than trade them
0: as a pair. No, so but man, I think X saying now that one of them may not get traded.
1: Yeah. I mean, I Drysdale's think.
0: down. And I disagree with that. I'm like, yeah. now look, I still think Torts is going to get seal or resigned, no yeah. matter what was happening with the Flyers. But if I'm the Flyers, hey, even if if, if Drysdale's out, you have to trade Walker you don't know what he's going to be beyond this year yes this is, he's right now he's at his height you if you don't trade Walker and you don't make the playoffs right. this will be talked about yes. for a decade actually.
2: it's a, it's an absolute unmitigated disaster if you do yeah. that I'm
0: sorry well,
1: it, it, if unless you sign him and you extend him and then he, become, and he becomes a solid player for the next five years you know like that at, at a certain if, if you sign him for a certain price like he, Sean Walker should sign with the Flyers. I mean, he's in a, he's in a, the best position he can be in in the NHL, probably. This is this, this, this,
0: 34 in five years. You really want Sean Walker at 34? 34 year old defenseman like him. Yeah, or not. This is different. This at, is different.
1: They, you know, know. You know, we, we've,
2: we've talked about I, for Russ, I, for me it. Is. Russ and I have talked about this uh, over the last couple of weeks. Yeah. And the only thing that makes sense in terms of them signing Walker is if they think they can move wrist to line in, in the summer. Right. If they if they can do that yeah. then okay fine you're signing a more mobile you know better right. offensive guy and and is not the defenseman he was five or six years ago other other than that if you're a team that's quote in a rebuild which they say that they are okay you'd love to make the playoffs but if you're in a rebuild and you don't know that if you can sign this guy you've got to trade him. You cannot keep him. It's just it's malpractice. It's Manager. Sure, I don't. And
1: I, I, I don't. I think that this the situation is, Mike. They won't be in that spot. Like they will know whether they can resign him or not. Um, right. It's just a matter. It's just a matter of whether or not they want to. You know. I think. I think. Right. I think the Flyers feel like they can resign Walker. I feel like okay. they, they.
0: So Ek, here's my question yeah. for you: You want him for three years, or you want him for five years? Whatever. You gonna pay Sean Walker four and a half million dollars?
1: Yeah, I am oh because. My God. He, but well, we've no, we've talked about what well, we talked about NHL defense and How many times have we talked about NHL defense and Five million dollars is an yeah, NHL.
0: I can bring up Ronnie Adder next year and he's and he's at the NHL minimum. Why am I paying this guy four and a half and yeah. he's going to slow up the development of my other future players? Why am yeah. I doing that?
1: Well, I mean, who but is he really going to slow up the def- development? Of yes, I
0: just said Ronnie Adder, I think, would be up. Next no, I think year. Ronnie
1: Adder still coming up. I mean, I don't think that like is I mean, they they need more how? defense. Than just I mean, if
2: you okay, if you have.
1: I mean can York's gonna stay, obviously. D'Angelo I'm right. I mean, not D'Angelo, um
2: Sandheim, York, Drysdale. He's still injured. Sa- Sandheim, York, right. Drysdale.
1: Boost rate are, Ristol- are definitely. I mean, but you know, we talked about it. Yeah. You know? Well, yeah, nah. but I
2: mean, right now you have to assume, like, okay, I mean, it's either one or the other, but I'm assuming a lot that they can move him.
1: Right. I think that i mean and you need you don't you know you can't just a have cool, six huh? in inch. I, to me like you know you, you can bring it you bring in adler as a seventh like, seventh guy for a bit and get him get him used to the game you don't have to necessarily
0: but you, you want know, him playing all the you time playing. you want him as a future like second pairing defenseman you don't want him oh for sure for seven. sure look this is what they've been doing to zamula and they may end up trading zamula and he's got some future on him
1: yeah i don't understand them not playing zamula um to be honest
0: they played yeah. mark Stahl over zamula yeah this you is know, what you know. i don't get The this
1: You're i don't get the stall thing that's over that's a lot of my bad. friends are and uh they know who they are if they're watching the it's show. Clearly- about- I know
0: who they are, they message me too. Anybody
2: anybody anybody who is not playing on the Flyers right now is because of one guy. It's because of Torts. If Torts doesn't like the guy, he's not playing, and that's dumb. Because but here's what
0: they did, Mike. This is this is the crazy part. They not only you lose to the Rangers fine, right? It was a great game, toss-up game. You played stall in that game. Now you're playing stall back to back. In Pittsburgh, it. what does Pittsburgh do when Mark Stahl's out there? They put the Crosby line out there yeah.
1: all sure. the time, sure. No, I mean, and you know, and I have nothing against Stahl. I mean, I like Stahl a lot, but he's
0: nice
1: guy, but he's done. He doesn't have he to be in play the playoffs done. for sure. I wouldn't, I just he would be a mess. I can't,
2: but he was done last year and he played on a team that went to the cup final, but he was done last year yeah
1: yeah but they yeah you're right and they leave but they really they played a very limited time they really yeah. really they really spaced them in the right ways yeah they put him on the pk which that's PK, which is fine yeah or, or when you're trying to hold it a, hold a lead yeah. at the very end but he's not going to help you in other situations than that but
2: but remember like last year in the playoffs they were playing montour like 29
1: minutes yeah right. that yeah. was because they were playing stall like 11. Oh, for sure for sure. i mean i think i do think sealer is more likely to be the one that, that they keep i think i agree with you on that yeah. rest um I think that's it, not just because George likes him, because he generally is. Because he's lesser, cheap. He'll be cheap. I bet you they get. He's younger, too. Um, I'll but bet he also you. has a lot of abilities that they really do like.
2: I'll bet you they get Sealer signed for under $1.5 on a multiple
1: deal, multiple yep.
0: years. $1.5, two at most.
1: Oof. I mean, you, we're looking at what most defensemen are making in the NHL. That's just even even the top. If, if, if uh, I mean, you know. The top, well, that's the, that's the Tortorella tax. It's right. a, I, he, I say, like uh,
0: them. I'll say another thing that i believe is happening out here and i believe that the media is sort of helping this narrative to help the flyers i think they're saying hey walker and sealer could go on a package deal because nobody wants nick sealer on his own or they're not giving the flyers anything that they could use it's a Sealer on his own
1: it's a fifth round pick for nick sealer it's like okay, then, the problem, then, then, then yeah. keep them then keep them right right no, they they are i think i don't I don't totally disagree with that wrestling at all. I mean, I think you're probably right about that.
2: Now, okay, so um, moving off the flyers, I I've yeah. found something interesting at the at the arena today because, you know, Eric. Okay, I mean, Eric Johnson's not going to get you a first round pick. He's a 35 year old defenseman. He's a he's a, probably retiring at the end of the year, but he's still an effective right shot, big yeah. guy, physical, and contenders are apparently interested. And he came out yes, to the. He came out today and basically said well if kevin adams comes to me and says you know uh we'd like the movie here that he's open to it now he doesn't have any no trade protection but with a guy at the end of his career if he said i'm not going or i don't want to go then they wouldn't they wouldn't do it so he's on board so i i think i think probably 85 percent he's getting moved the interesting thing Ek, is that vegas has been in buffalo in terms of scouts probably five of the last six games but the weird thing is I think they're going more at, for forwards than they are defense because all their defense is back. Like Theodore just came back. So, yeah. um, you know, teams like Boston or Tampa or Florida or Colorado, you can't, you, can't uh, you know, underestimate the possibility that, you know, Colorado who loved him and, you know, they just don't want to sign him for what he was, well, what he could get in free agency that at the deadline, they might want him back. So I mean,
1: everybody's loved him. It's ever had him. I mean, they, yeah. they- I mean, St. Louis. He was a legend in St. Louis too. I mean, like, just the reality is like he's been he got hurt. That was the thing. Yeah, yeah. He's been one of those guys, and he definitely seems like the kind of guy that would fit into like an LA Kings team or something like that, or something like you know where you where you need or even a maple Leafs team, like where you could use some like, yeah. actual depth defensemen who have experience that, that just never hurts to have in the playoffs you know it just- no no
2: but and mikey anderson got hurt with the kings i don't know how serious it is but they said i think they said it was week to week um with the leafs i do think that and i mean this is not an insult toward johnson but he's been bottom pairing for the for the sabers because they have power and and those yeah. guys eat the minutes Um, I think he's capable of playing a little more, but the Leafs are looking for a right shot, which he is, but somebody who who can play in the top four with Morgan Riley. And I don't know if if, if Johnson can do that.
0: I I would worry. I mean – you already have forty something, you know, Giordano. Right. And you and got Eric Johnson at the end of his career. They right. they need something a little better than that. Honestly. Right,
2: which is why I'm linking why I'm linking, and this is not by anything I've heard. I'm just like looking at the Leafs and who they were interested in and what they could afford. That's why I'm linking them to Matt Dumba, because they talked right. Dumba over the summer. Dumba makes sense. I agree. And, and Dumbo could play with Riley, and that would be yeah. a, that would be a really good fit.
1: Dumbo is a good is a good is a good pick for them because Dumbo would help them in a series like against Florida like yes. Florida again like that would that would be something that they could really use um you know I know the Flyers also have had serious interest in Dumbo over the summer and I wouldn't be shocked if they if the Flyers as a buyer could pick up a guy like that like they there that's the kind of player they could go get because he well, doesn't affect your rebuild but you know if you think you're, if you're gonna make one well, move, if you get
0: him for two years that's fine but you don't get here's the thing and this is the mistake they made last summer Rick. if let's say. Walker gets yeah. dealt. Now you're going to get Dumba. Now you're blocking another spot again for another young player. Like, why? Why would you do that?
1: Potentially, but like just one year, like you're saying, it's one more year. And okay. and the reality but one
0: year, fine. But, but
1: the reality, yeah, no, yeah. So Dumba's not like he's going to be. He's not going to be around for very long.
2: Well, no, but but he probably okay. He signed a one year deal in Arizona because yeah. he held he was looking for over five million dollars a year. He priced himself out, out of the market. He yeah. you know, he was asking for five million from Toronto. They pay they paid Klingberg because he was cheaper and yeah. he could help on the power play, and then he got hurt. Um, and then in the end, the market dried up and he ended up taking a one year deal in Arizona for three point nine million dollars, and he's probably playing golf all year. Now it's time to go to work.
1: Yeah, and he's not the kind of guy who's going to want to not be in the playoffs. So if he if he has a chance right. to move, if you have a chance to move him somewhere, he will. And right, and you know, he. I mean, I think you know, I think he'd be a valuable add for definitely one. valuable add for almost anybody. Like really, like I think Florida will be after him too. I, I know Florida. I I, I know well, the one Florida's
0: thing. that, in, though. Honestly, they're going to have to get a third team involved, aren't they?
1: Probably, but um, they've been pretty creative in the past. It's very possible they've also been a, been a third team for other teams, so they have some favors. That, you know, that's something I remember.
0: because the Flyers said they, you know, they would wash a contract. So yeah, I mean, I'm like that. I mean, remember
1: the? I think the one thing Florida is missing this this team versus last year's team that went really far in the playoffs is that Radko Gudas type player,
0: mm-hmm. which
1: is what you get with Dumba to a degree. Like you know, you get like he's yeah better than Gudas, but he's um, but he, he still gives you that really like. He's going to be—he'll he'll scare people, he, you know.
2: But, on, but on, honestly, though, I, I mean, I—I I, looked—I looked at Florida and I looked at what I think they need. And defensively, now with everybody, unless they're unless they're concerned about Montour and Ekblad going down because they were injured for half the year, right? Unless that's the case, they need forward help. They've got, they've got four forwards that are the scores. They've got they've got Verhage, Barkov, Reinhardt. And, uh, and Kachuk. And then after that, it drops off the planet. You need, I think they need another forward. That's why I would like the Tarasenko or Declare yeah. or somebody like that. But I don't think they can do both moves. And I think defensively, they're good enough. I mean, right now, I mean, Anthony Stolarz has got a goals against under two. Yeah. Bobrovsky's one of the best goalies in the league. I don't think they need a, a blue liner. I think they need forwards.
1: It's not that they need a blue liner, as much as they need they. Need- you Don't have a real gritty blue liner. Well,
2: you know, Mikola, I mean, he's pretty yeah, he is,
1: but yeah, no, no, It's awesome.
0: true. he played, he played for the oh, Rangers. Mikula, he's actually pretty effective.
1: I mean, he is playing that role for short
0: minutes. He can't play yeah. a lot of minutes,
1: but right? Well, I, I don't, I don't think he quite has the same role that you know that that that, that um,
0: no, but don't, I mean, right?
2: I mean, Goudis was playing top four minutes, and the thing is, Goudis should never play top four minutes. He's he's a f- physically fine. Yeah. But, but as a defenseman, he's a liability playing top four minutes. He's a great five, six. He is not a great three, four.
1: Well, yeah. But last year in the playoffs, he became a great three, four. Like he yeah, definitely, because, he right. definitely stepped up to that level, um, which was surprising on many levels. But he, yes,
0: he, he did. I mean, show
2: you it's like he played the darius casparitis role he played he played the pain in the ass on the second pairing and yeah in the playoffs you can get away with it but i don't think you like as he gets older you can't do that you need somebody with more mobility
1: so the seattle um kraken are you know they're on the edge right now of falling out too and they are in a spot right now where you know the jordan everly thing is going to be what you're going to want to watch out of that situation right they, you know i've heard a lot that edmonton's really interested in getting him back um, right i do think that that's possible I do. I do think Seattle would like to would like to sign him, and it, I could see maybe him going to Edmonton and then signing back in Seattle in the right. summer. Um,
0: cool. Seattle- yeah. Listen, see. if I was trading Everly, yeah. you know, I'd be asking for like Ryan McLeod or somebody like that that I could use long term. Uh, yeah. Because the, the Islanders need a good kick in the. You know what they they've got to clear out these older guys like Clutterbuck and Matt Martin. I know what they mean to the you know to the to the um, neighborhood and everything else, but you know yeah. what. Not
2: uh, honestly, Russ, they're screwed because I mean they've only got two guys to sell in Clutterbuck and Martin. Like you said, they've got a ton of term. They they they're, they're, they don't they can't score. The best thing about them is their goaltender. I mean, they need to make hockey. They have two
0: really good goalies. They else had a yeah,
1: he's coming kind of had a good year too. Like he's they, definitely but, been back.
2: But to change the narrative with the Islanders, they need to make a hockey deal. And I'm not saying Lou isn't capable of making a hockey deal. He is, but what he's trying to work with is, you know, not there. There's the pieces are not great there. It's like, okay, you want to trade Brock Nelson or Paul Mary or Peugeot. Okay. Good luck. Yeah, Nobody it's wants like Pajot. Nobody wants them. Yeah. Not but people. no, going back to Seattle. Yeah. I mean, I think Everly is definitely, the one that's going to attract the most attention, but second on that, and it's you have to follow that center market right now, which is almost non-existent after Adam Henrique, a guy like Wenberg, if they drop out, Wenberg is somebody that teams like the Rangers or the Bruins may say, okay, we can fit him in as a, say, a number two or a number three and improve our center depth. I mean, there are not many centers out there. The guy from Nashville that you mentioned last week, Novak, Yeah, he's one of them: Wenberg, Henrique, and then maybe Tyler Johnson, and then that's it.
1: Uh, and Lawton, you know, uh, know.
2: Lawton's got term, and that's why I think that deal.
1: Yeah, same with Casey. It's reasonable term for like for what you're getting for him. So, right?
2: But I mean, it's it's a question of what you think Lawton is. I mean, yeah, Russ, you see him more than I do. I mean, I don't see him more than as maybe between three, four. And no, that's what he is,
0: and he's a fiery guy, like. Right, him out with the penalty kill in a playoff series. He might get a shorthanded goal. I don't think he he is really
1: on a I, See, I, I'm better. I'm, I put him more between a two-three than a three-four. No, I do, oh. I do. I think. I mean, I think he's definitely a three who can step up and play a two. Like and- if he
0: plays a three regular minutes, he does get exposed a little bit. He does, and I think because of the Flyers, he gets used in situations that he doesn't normally get used. That he can come through for a team. But when yep. you start doing him every day like if he if he plays against the team that has three massive centers right. and you're expecting him to play three c he's going to wear down it
1: right yeah uh, so maybe
2: but so uh, but that okay that's a deal that can wait till the summer i mean he's making three million bucks which i think hurts him in terms of at the deadline because the teams that might want to add them like the rangers might not have three million dope bucks in cap space to to make to make that deal but i I think in the summer i think it makes sense just like like casey middlestad the the thing that hurts him in buffalo is not his salary it's the fact that the sabers want to make a hockey deal if they if they trade him and nobody wants to make a hockey deal. Now, none of none of the,
1: they're different players night and
2: day. Oh yeah, no, no, they're completely different, but I'm just saying the situation is yeah. one, the situation is salary. The other one is situation is the return and Buffalo doesn't want prospects and draft picks. They want tangible assets and nobody right now, nobody who's a contender wants to trade a top four defenseman for a number two center because they need that top four defenseman in the playoffs.
1: I was also I was also told tonight's game between the Kings and the Oilers is a big game to watch, to watch for the um for this for the Kings and whether or not they go out and get a goalie. Like the Kings are doing, are you know they're playing well, they're on the verge of they've improved, but they're, they're still wobbly, wobbly
0: to me. I, they have more points lately, but they're still wobbly. In they're my still mind. wobbly,
1: and and they definitely need a,
0: they solid need a goalie. goalie. Okay, so of the th- uh, let let's see.
2: Lickens, Saros, Markstrom.
1: Jake Allen. Well I put Jake Allen in that category, Joe.
2: Well, I mean, he's a he's a hole plug. He's not a solution.
1: I he's think the, not, there are people who believe he is. He could he could actually he's yeah. good enough bully to take them. Like you know the, and I'm not totally sold that he isn't, like. I mean, like Jake Allen, I think, put in the right spot, like he could carry a team for a
0: while. I would say uh, blake doesn't strike me as a guy <coughs> that would want sorrows i think he's old school i don't think the height thing i think the height thing would be but the height thing is definitely
1: affecting new jersey i was told with sorrows like the, yeah. the devils the devils don't think he would make it in the metro division i don't
0: Yeah, well that's, that's fair i could Which see is... jake Allen in la i, I agree with that on that one
1: yeah what about
0: what about mers I look they could go for him but i think jake allen's at least more accomplished as mers lickens he's played in the playoffs before he's been a yeah, number he, one in the past well okay if way you want
1: consistent way more soft like you know he's the way you know what you're getting more with jake allen which is right. way if
0: better.
2: you if you don't want to expend the assets necessary to get yourself a legitimate number one goaltender then jake allen is a stopgap because you probably end up having to pay a, maybe a second round pick for jake allen because you know right now um Montreal's got Caden Primo and they got Montembo so really Jake Allen's an extra piece that they can just trade for assets and yeah. they can re- and they can retain salary on the like, I think he's making 3.7 or something like that right so, uh 3.85 so they, if yeah. they retain half of that then that's 1.9 and yeah. teams. but I I look like, again I I just don't know I mean I don't think he's a bad goaltender. I just don't think he's a difference maker. Right?
0: a team, we could start. No, no, he's not.
1: He's not. It's really hard to say. I mean, the, the thing with him has been when he's been put into pressure situations, he has tended to succeed. Like he has been more successful. Yes. I mean, with the exception, i um, mean St. Louis, but Blues fans are probably. Probably throwing things at their computer because there were there were moments in early in his career with the Blues in the playoffs where he was yeah I
2: was gonna say
1: but but in
2: Montreal when he stepped in for Price for a time yeah he played he well. was
1: really good and you know and in St Louis I didn't I never even though Jake Allen wasn't winning playoff series for him I felt like he really wasn't losing them as much as some of my Blues fans my Blues friends believe he was I just I really felt like they were hanging him out a lot like the Blues were like were leaving him out the driveway a bit
2: he was the modern day
1: Roman Turek yeah yeah i guess it's, i mean markstrom markstrom is um is an interesting one for sure we you know we've talked well, about the show
2: and that's and and they can't afford him who new jersey or la la no yeah
1: no i yeah. i
2: think i think markstrom is going to new jersey it's just a question of whether calgary will retain and whether um they they give them enough in terms like you know we've said Holtz, you know
0: i'm going to say this since we know that markstrom has agreed to go to new jersey right and since we know that they've been talking for over a week mm-hmm. i mean you can't let this new jersey's on the clock man they, they've you been talking since this the, go any longer they've been talking since the all-star break that's right, a month
1: I mean, of before that i mean even then in the last summer honestly i mean they've, they've they've been talking for a while the question is like it's a game of chicken right now you know and yeah, at this
0: point if i were josh harris the owner i would tell fitzgerald just get this done get it done because i agree because
1: the devils aren't making the playoffs if they're not careful and you know and they really have i mean it's starting to look more like you know you could have five teams from the atlantic you know which is yeah it's possible you know and if that if that happens then you know the devils are out of luck perhaps
0: yeah i just think they have to make this trade by the weekend like i just don't think they can let any more season tick by here
2: well, okay. Yeah. The the gap is. I mean, more than likely, they're shooting for the Flyers because I don't think. Yeah. I mean, you know, because Tampa Tampa Bay's got sixty nine. They're playing. They've been playing great lately. Detroit's been red hot. They're they've won five in a row. They got seventy points. Philadelphia is the one that's within range. And if Drysdale is hurt seriously, then
0: right. No, that's who they would definitely shoot for. But yeah. I mean, I think they still play the Flyers once. So the the point is, but they have to get it done now. Right. They can't keep. You can't. the The point is this: If I were the owner, I'd be like, "Listen, you know, I'll call him Fitzy, right? Because nobody has a good nickname. Okay. You don't have to win this trade. We need to get in the playoffs. Just get it done. Yeah,
2: just don't get. Just don't get destroyed in this. Right. Just get it done. You don't I, have but, to win this I, trade. But honestly, the there's one team in the West, one team in the East, both are in similar situations. L.A. and New Jersey, yeah. and in both situations, somebody's job is on the line. In New Jersey, if they miss the playoffs, probably Ruff is fired, and if L.A. misses the playoffs or gets eliminated in the first round again by Edmonton or something like that, Rob Blake is out of
0: a job. Hey, look, this is this is like an episode of American Pickers. You know, you walk in, Mike Wolf walks in, and he lets and he says, you know what? I know you're asking for you know $285 for this lamp. I'm going to give it to you because I want to break the ice and whatever. And that's what needs to happen here. Yeah. It's like you can't always win what you're bargaining for. And and honestly, New Jersey is needs it more than Calgary needs them because Markstrom could go somewhere else if they really try.
2: It. Yeah, and you're not going to crack open that lamp and find the Hope Diamond inside
1: of it. No. So. Well, the issue, the issue also is that Calgary. But what I've been understanding, Calgary's been kind of a moving target with this, and that's something that's tricky because, like you know, Calgary's price has changed from changed drastically. And at you're to walk
0: away. That's what you do with New Jersey.
1: And I think New Jersey has done that. But I think at the end of the day, these two teams, they the only teams that are interested in each other are, are each other. So they realize that they're, they're playing this game.
2: Well, I mean, you know, in, 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 in a way, way I, I would really hate to have been Craig Conroy during this entire season because mm-hmm. he is okay. He's trading five assets, first Sidorov, then Lindholm. Now it's Tanev, Hanifin, and Markstrom. Um, and, you know, he's going to trade Hanifin and he's going to trade Tanev. I think he's going to, and I think the first one to go off the board is going to be Tanev yeah, for, yeah. One, for one simple reason they are deathly afraid of him getting hurt. And he's a shot blocker, and he could break a finger or a hand on one shot. So you, well, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be surprised if he gets traded in the
1: next forty eight hours. And my source says that the team that has the best offer on the table for him right now is Toronto. Um, and that's well, Toronto's not thinking.
2: offering a first round pick. I know well, that. Know for, what
1: they're offering, but I just no, know. That no, that, I,
2: I know that for sure. I the know best
1: that offer on sure. the table is them Now They. That being said, you know the word is that they there is a first round pick out there for Tatum. So. Yeah. I, if it is if Toronto's not offering it, then maybe Toronto's doing something else to fill that gap. But there's right. you know it's possible they're coming up another with another it, way.
2: It, it could be it could be uh future draft pick and, and a guy like Nick Robertson or somebody like that. I mean. right?
1: Yeah, it's gonna yeah, be something yeah. pretty significant if what I understand. And but it's gonna you know, and I think that but I think Taniv is the perfect fit for that I'
2: Right, but the here here and, and believe me. The Tan of talk has been there all, all year. The problem the problem is is that the perception around Toronto is that Tanev is going there in the summer. That he's going to that that they're the leading candidate to sign right. him in the summer. So why would you trade a a tangible?
1: Because you um, don't want to waste another playoff run. Right. <laughs> might be, but they, but they definitely. Yeah, I mean, you have you have Marner, Gavars. I mean, Baris getting younger. But.
2: But I I mean, okay, and this is my, maybe Brad for living can't think this way or Brendan Shanahan can think this way. And I look at that team and they've won seven games in a row. They're the hottest that they've been all year. They're not winning the Stanley Cup. They're not getting by Florida or Boston or the Rangers. So don't
1: waste your assets. Yeah, I don't think they're a team that you can say, they're not getting by anybody i mean I, i'm the reality, the reality is that the reality is that they haven't gotten by people in the past but they are they're also the, they're also such a powerhouse of an offense that they could get by anybody at any point so they really they're a tough team to the real tough team to pick like if they get hot if some re, for some reason you know if, if 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 they get hot at the right time and samsonov gets hot at the right time
2: well it won't be, they it won't can pick
1: be out anybody it won't be samsonov either it'll be joseph wall probably well, Whoever i mean what if they get a hot goalie I mean if Marner if Marner, and you know, my gosh, look at what look at what, you know, look at what they're doing there right now with scoring their their and the defense that they're putting up, you know, the defense they're putting up is pretty incredible.
0: So I don't yeah. believe in the Leafs, even if they make a good
1: trade, honestly.
2: Yeah, no, I mean I mean and reason and, and, <laughs> I I to no, no, and, and, well, no,
1: and no, and believe in them, Russ, I agree, I agree with, with you, you, but at, at the same time you can't deny what they have there. They they oh, own
2: them. okay. I I'm not. De- I'm not denying the talent that they have, and I'm not. De- I'm not me- uh, casting. And aspers- they're not- playing
1: the better defensively. They played a lot. I'm time.
2: not. I'm not casting aspersions on sure. their char- on their character. What? I- but what I'm saying is, you know there is no deal that they can make at the deadline, even if they add Tana and Tana would pair, partner with Riley. And then they'd have three solid defensive pairings. Yeah. There is no trade that they could make at the deadline to convince me that they're better than Florida or better than Boston
0: or right. better like, than the if, if you don't think they could beat either one of those teams, you don't do the, the layup the assets last season. Yeah. Sure. They had to, they had to get, you know, the monkey off their back. They did. Right. But like, if you don't think you could beat those teams why would you make that trade you're no insane. if you
1: don't think you can beat if you if you're, if you're toronto you're insane. if you don't think you can beat those teams
0: well
2: okay then they're lying to themselves those doors, i think but, they do but heck, there's there's you know the thing is and i you know every every general manager you know breaks out their abacus or whatever the hell you know it's it's on asset management if you can trade a third round pick and a prospect to get matt dumba or it's trading a first to get chris tanev you do the Dumba deal because the cost is less. And I think that the effect would be basically the same. Then you sign Tanov in the off season and you don't give up anything for him. You don't give up your first round pick. You don't trade Fraser Minton or Easton Cowan or any of your prospe- top prospects for a guy that you're going to sign anyway. It's right. just stupid.
0: And the other thing is <sighs> you start going into turmoil right at the end of the season with the whole Marner thing, even though Marner controls his fate, it doesn't mean the team's not going to try and talk to him and try and trade him. And who knows what would come out of that?
2: No, Russ, yeah. you know, the, the funny thing is, I mean, we've heard all this chatter, but that was before Marner got absolutely red hot. Like this week, he's second star of the week. I don't
0: know how
2: Brad for Living and Brendan Shanahan can say, oh, we're not going to sign him.
0: They're, they're so scoreless in seven playoff games. Well, sure, behind. sure.
2: Right. I mean, right. And But if he has a big playoff, they're stuck just like no, they
0: a big playoff,
2: I
1: mean, he's, a, he's a great player. He's one of the top ten he players. He is.
0: But, it, you know, look, it doesn't matter. At some point, something's got to change in Toronto the same way things have had to change in Edmonton just to get any kind of traction because otherwise you're just spinning your wheels, even with these great players.
1: No, I do agree with that. But I, that, that's why I think you have to go for it when you can. Like, I think, I don't think, I don't think you can sit back and say, well, yeah, we'll have Taniv for free next year. The reality, the reality you know, waste the year you know, where Matthews could score 70 goals. Like that, the reality of that, like, you, right, can't but wait is, is, here. Like, you cannot, is, you have to go for it.
2: But is the difference between Tanev and either Dumba or a labushkin or someone like that the difference between you making um you know winning around or not winning around i don't think so i think pretty much they do the same thing so why waste the asset to get the player when you're going to get that player next year and you can do something short term that
0: costs you less well, x, is. x giving you the argument that anybody could win if you get lucky so that's why you make the trade well, yeah i just don't buy well, it i don't think i don't think there's not much luck involved anymore.
1: Yeah, I mean, oh, I do. I, I mean, honestly, Florida was lucky last year. I mean, I, I think Florida got lucky.
0: lucky no personnel. Yeah, they had
1: personnel too. But I mean, there, there, there were other teams. that Boston had great personnel, and they got oh, unlucky. You you know? to say
0: they got lucky in net? I might have said that last year, but Bob is back yeah. on track. Boston. i
1: so I mean, they listen. They, they, they. I mean, they got lucky to get out of the Boston series. Boston. No well, no,
2: no, way boston had great personnel but bergeron got hurt in the last regular season game yeah and the- that that
1: that's part of the florida's luck i mean that's part of florida's luck the reality is like right but but okay i'm not saying florida wasn't a good enough team to get to the finals i'm just saying that you have to get lucky to get to the finals that's the reality oh, okay. of
0: it yeah no okay. good fortune. fortunes is- if we're talking about the leaks making this trade and getting to the finals i'm just going to sign off now <laughs> There's no point in having a further conversation. Why couldn't they? I
1: mean, without the trade they can get to the finals. Oh my
0: god.
1: Just Did Mike no, leave? Kidding. Right no, there, no. Mike.
0: No, the straight, I mean they are they're as good as anybody in the East. at why no, no, not you not shirt that says at- why not us? put it in Leafs blue, and wear it during the playoffs. I
2: don't like the Leafs. As somebody who was a Leaf fan, who has covered the team for 15 years, no, they're not. Now, are they a good team? Yes, they're a perennial playoff team. Are they a Stanley Cup contender? Not a friggin' chance no, no
1: they're not. Mike, you're insane i mean let's that they're I'm not going to say they're going to win the stanley cup nicely they're standing up no. favorite but they have a 70 point they have maybe a 70 goal score and they're finally then they've, yes. they've
0: got the best
1: four lines that they've had They've got, gonna, they've got a goalie who's half decent and they've got a, and they're playing better defense and than they've played in five years.
2: They're gonna waste a 70 goal year of Austin Matthews because they're not good enough. I'm just saying right now there are four teams in the four teams in the East that have a legitimate chance to make the Stanley Cup final. That's Florida, Boston, uh the Rangers, and maybe Carolina if they get themselves a goaltender. Yeah, Other maybe. than that, it's no friggin' way. Sorry, it's not happening. I just
1: think you're afraid of it to have it, Mike.
2: No, I'm not afraid of anything. Act, believe me. I've been hardened by
0: disappointment over. Like I get that. Anything, I get. I get
1: that for sure. You're not
0: afraid of anything. Come I'm not on. afraid of anything. That's such a lie.
1: I'm, I'm sure you've been, and, and you have been hardened, and rightfully so. Any I'm, leaf, afraid leaf. Of, I'm
2: afraid of ketchup, Russ. That's what I'm afraid of. Okay, well, that's reality
1: yeah. from an outside perspective. Is that they are definitely good enough. They're definitely better. They definitely have more talent than Carolina, um, and you know, and you can, and and more talent than Boston too um but you know they sit back you know and
2: you're you're looking at you're looking at it through the prism of the four players and if it's, it's No, wonderful.
1: I'm looking at this. This is the most balanced I think they've been, Mike. I think they actually made some good moves in the summer, and I think they really are. Bobby I mean, I like it. a lot of their players now.
2: I mean, Bertuzzi hasn't played good until the last Starting year.
1: to play wet, better. They're bringing this kid together there as a hat trick, right? Who's that, Bobby, that Bobby McMahon, a, so. who's a, who's a
2: fourth. I mean, I like Bobby McMahon. And he's,
1: he's, he looks like he has potential to do more than that, too. Like he, they, they they have players. They didn't have that before. Their third and the fourth lines were interchangeable AHL players for a couple of years. Now – they're third and fourth liners—they feel like they're NHLers. Well, the one, thing – they have at least five really good defensemen, which they haven't nah, had. Before.
2: No, they don't. No, they don't. I mean, they have—they have, they have maybe three good defensemen. You said yeah. if they
1: got Tanen, they've got three solid pairs.
2: Well, okay, they—they would have Tanen. They would have, Tana, they would have and Riley. Not to turn this into a Leaf conversation, because I know but it. it's too late.
0: They, you know, they'd
2: have they'd have, <laughs> they'd have, they'd have, they'd have Tana, Tana and Riley. They'd have Brody and Lilligren. and then the third pairing is Jake McCabe and Simone Benoit. So, if I mean, those are better than they've had. No,
0: that's, that's doable, though. It's doable because you don't have to play Benoit more than 10 minutes. So they, They're good.
1: better than they've had, and that's the point. I mean, they have been contenders in other years, so why are they better than they've had and not contenders now? Because, because the other teams going to
0: have to beat the same teams right. that they can't beat. Actually. right. It's
1: too- Boston is not as good as they were before. It doesn't,
0: doesn't, if doesn't matter. Center, if Boston gets a center or they get a defenseman, they're it's- better. They, they,
2: right, right, right now. Okay, right now, so. right now with Pavel Zaka and Charlie Coyle as their top two centers, the Bruins have beaten them every
1: time this year. There's a mental block there. They can't. Yeah, be but they're not. Those two top centers are not better than the Leafs' top two centers. No,
2: but but it they're still matter. they're, they're still beating them. They're beating old. them.
1: I know, but the other thing, but that not recently as well. Like you've I've seen something. I've seen some growth with this team this year for the first time in a while. Like, I've seen That's them be right, able to,
0: right, I right think now, the
1: loss of Morgan Riley made them a better defensive team for. Well, and, well the, because because
0: that had, may be true.
2: Yeah, they. because But then, uh, they lost Morgan Riley last year. They came, he came back, and then they started to play fast and loose offensively. And then they, they, they ended up losing. Now, it's not Morgan Riley's fault. It's the team's fault. They, you know, they're, they're basically, they don't get it out of their head. That's the way that they have to play. They want to play, you know, um, high octane all the time and that doesn't win playoff games
1: yeah i mean uh, yeah uh, but we'll see. In, we'll see i mean ran, we'll see ran, but, but no, you, no, you can't see. you can't eliminate them of like there's no I'm not
0: eliminating them but i'm just i'm just saying uh, i'm eliminating them
1: okay the rest is eliminating them but okay
0: well. they're not going to make the cup
2: no but they right the the hannafin yeah. thing the hannafin thing to me is is fascinating
1: yeah is a good one and and you know I'm going to go out on the limb and say, I think Hannafin's overrated. Like I really feel like I've, I, I, In was way. Are
0: you expecting a lot of offense out of him?
1: No, but I was expecting more from him. And I think that people still have the impression that he is more than he is
2: because he's got 11 goals this year, Russ. So it's like, he's getting, no, I mean, that's
0: as much offense as I think you're ever going to get, right. but look, he's a really good skater. He's yeah. a smart defenseman. He's reliable. He's probably averaging over 20 minutes a game. Right. Like, what else are you looking for i i think he's no, I mean, you're not you're players. not
1: i mean it's, it's, it's. i guess i guess i'm still going back to what i was expecting from him and it was more okay. than that but but the reality is he has turned into a really serviceable defenseman i get that um yeah. he's very serviceable very much like a you know a, a, like he's a, an
0: upgrade like he's an automatic second pairing guy for most teams yeah or that's, for, right.
2: for 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 other for some teams he might even be top pairing so right.
0: But, oh yeah you know, no there's no
1: question about that I, but i don't think i think that what they're asking for hanifin is feels like it's way too much like well, and, he,
2: he's a, he's averaging almost 24 minutes a game he's got yeah. 11 goals and he's a plus 14 on a bad calgary team
1: so they like should be re- really in really terms really of like kind of if tannins 80 and, and, and 8 80 out of 100 or whatever defensively where do you put Hannafin? like as a well, as, they're, as
2: different, they're different types of defensemen no, i mean but, but,
1: Okay, better than
2: that. Let's, let's 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 use stratomatic. 87, that's we're right. gonna we're gonna lose our audience here, but let's use stratomatic terms as X, so we can. Right, I would, I would say tanev is a a two on offense and a four on defense, and hannafin is a three on offense and a three on defense. They're different types of defensemen. Right now, I think, but the thing is, right now in the playoffs, a bigger defenseman who can skate, who can score. I mean, if you're asking a first round pick yeah. for Tanev, you're asking for a first plus plus for him. Right.
0: And he's also got 27 games of playoff experience. Right. No, he does.
1: I mean, I'm not denying it. Well, there's a lot to more to think about. We'll get back to this again on uh, Wednesday. But um, remember, folks, without the buzz, it is just hockey. We are getting close to the to the to the. Uh, make make sure again that you check out. As always, uh, the hockey, the hockey uh, buzz rumor chart. I really do spend a lot of time on it, and you know, like I said, I've been telling people like twenty bucks a year helps pay for a lot of things around here, and uh, it you definitely it also doesn't hurt to get the website ad free. I think that's the one thing that people don't realize how much better it, how great it is. I mean, twenty dollars no ads for a year that's pretty darn good. Remember that the buzz is just hockey. We will talk to you soon